to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Your identity has to be based in the logic or logos of God. Because he made you. Does that make sense? It's like this iPad. I just take this iPad and I said, oh, that is a nice coaster. Now, if Steve Jobs was to walk in here, hope he doesn't. If he was to walk in here and see this, he'd be like, hey, man, what you... What you doing? Oh, man, I got this wonderful coaster. It lights up and everything. It shows pictures through, through the bottle. See that? The bottle is illuminated. So this is a tight coaster. It's like you paid $800 for that coaster. Well, yeah, look what it does. It lights the, the bottle up. But Steve Jobs, because he created that, he's going to say, man, okay, yeah, it can do that. But if you really want to have success with it, you got to take that off of it, take it, and begin to manipulate it in the way that I created it to be manipulated. So I said, you mean I can play a document up on the screen like this and read it? It's like, yes. <laughs> so then I get it and I read it to you. God is righteousness. God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And then you're blessed. And then he's like, yes, that's what I created it for. You see what I'm saying? That's what we do with our lives. If we try to take our life and use it for what? That's why the mark of the bees in time. That's why the big fight at the end is all about homosexuality. It's not just about homosexuality. It's about the creation going its own way against. You see what I'm saying? Because the homosexual and the lesbian. Is saying that God erred. I'm going to take God's creation and go against the manual and the instructions. And I'm going to use it for something else. And God is insulted. Because he's like, that's not what I made you for. God is a rewarder of those that what? Diligently seek him. To seek him is to go after his what? His way. So don't tell me I'm praying. I'll be, I told God, God told me and he showed me and he showed me and he told me and he told me and he showed me. Are you going after his way? Are you going after his way or are you just talking to him because you think you know him? Seeking God is seeking his way. And you can't seek his way and keep yours. 
Because the Bible said you cannot serve two masters. You can't go your way and his. Your thoughts aren't his thoughts. Your ways are not his ways. So you have to give up your way. Hebrew 11 and 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is what? A rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God's way is righteous, which is moral perfection. It means God didn't make a flawed being. He made a perfect being in a perfect world. Everything he made was perfect. You know why it was perfect? Because there was nothing to compare it to. Because he was first. Does that make sense? If he's first, then whatever he does first is the way it's done. That's why Moses was like, man, who do I, who do I say sent me? <laughs> There's nothing you can... I am. You're what? I just am. I was first, so I can't be anything but everything. That's how Moses was. Could you imagine? Moses like, huh? Is that it? I am? Yes, yes, I just am. I, I just, I, I am. Because I was first. So if I'm first, I'm just, I just am. Everything else is a copy. Everything else is a derivative. Everything else came from the source that I am. I'm the source, so I am. I'm the beginning and the end. I'm everything. So whatever God did in the beginning is the way it's done. Whatever God said is the way it's supposed to be. Because he's the beginning. He's moral perfection. Or he, he created moral perfection. When we seek after God's righteousness, we are seeking to be aligned with what? Rightness. Why do we think righteousness is religion? That's what we think. I'm seeking after God's religion. In other words, I'm seeking after the trappings so I will look safe in front of people. I'm seeking to be able to speak old King James when I'm talking. How you doing, brother? Oh, I doest fine. Really? Oh, man, I'm sorry. Oh, I just read the word so much. I'm just so engulfed in the word all the time. It's just hard for me to, hey, it's just hard for me to break free and, and talk normal. You know, I mean, I am righteous and rightness is me. And I, God is, hey, he's all over me. You don't see him? Dude, can we just have a conversation? You keep yelling like that in, in, in Kroger. They're going to come get you. In the cornbread aisle and see the cornbread, you're like, oh, they said they didn't have it, but hey, mm. oh, I can't even touch it. Oh, let me get it. Hey, ignorance. That's some ignorance. That is some ignorance, man. That's not righteousness. It's not righteousness. Just because you got trappings of church, you think you righteous? No. But the worst one is them 5% of them Hebrew Israelites and them crazy folks. Because they think righteousness is knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got the gnosis. I got the knowledge, man. I'm righteous. That's what they'll tell you. I'm like, dude, you don't have a job. You got kids out of wedlock. And you out here, funky, at the bus station, trying to find the flaws in the Bible. Won't I find some flaws about you? Right. Your nappy head. Go get a job, bro. Cut that mess out your head. Just always, yes, see the white man in the Bible and the white man and the white man. Let's talk about the black man. Talk about the stank, dungy, dingy black man right here that won't work. Why are you not working if you got kids? Dude, you got kids. They all got kids. They all have kids. Even the famous ones, they all got kids everywhere. 
Like, dude, you, you, so you righteous because you have knowledge? Knowledge without discipline? That's like an infant holding a loaded shotgun, brother. You got all that power and don't know how to use it. You're going to shoot yourself. That doesn't make you righteous because you have knowledge. The Bible said be hearers of the word, not just doers. You can't just, amen, you can't just know it without doing it. Oh, yeah, I know the Bible back cover to cover. Really? Can you abide by it? He said, if you love me, can you keep my commandments? When we're seeking after God's righteousness, we are seeking to be what? Aligned with rightness. So when we're hungering and thirsting and seeking after God's righteousness, we're really seeking after him to change us and align us with him so we can be aligned with what his word says, so we can do what his word says. Does that make sense? So we're not just trying to meet him because grandmama took us to church all the time. We were young, so I know God. I know him. I know. No, but are you aligned with his rightness? Have you denied yourself? Are you doing it your way? Does that make sense? First John 2 and 29. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is what? Born of him. So if you say you saved, then that means you are trying to do righteousness, which is rightness, which is right alignment, right alignment with the logos, which is logical. According to God, does that make sense? Not your logic. Your logic is flawed because of dysfunction. Being aligned with God and everybody has dysfunction because of Adam and Eve. That's when it entered into mankind. Being aligned with God is being aligned with what? His word. God's word is the way to know his desire for us. So just because you know him, you can't make it up as you go about what you feel he's telling you. You better line up with his what? Word. Let's go to the word. Brothers come to me telling me all kind of stuff they think God told them. Okay, God said that. He showed you that. Well, let's go to the word and see what he said. It's in here. And then we can judge whether or not. And that's what preachers are for. That's what your pastor's for. You come to me, man, I had a dream. And God showed me just, just, okay. After, you, after we talk about the dream, let's see how it lines up with the word. Brother, what you dreamed, I think you just ate pizza too late. Because the Bible ain't saying that's going to happen. God's word is the way to know his desire for us. The only way. Look at somebody say the only way to know. God's desire for us. Is his word. I don't care what the preacher told you when you came up and got hands laid on you. He might have prophesied to you, told you he's going to be rich, told you he's going to be famous, told you he's going to be a great jump shooter. Whatever he told you when you came up, it better line up with the word because that's the only way to truly know his desire for us. Amen. Now, if a preacher is preaching the word, then, yeah, you know, it's, this, this is his desire for me. But, man, if he's just signs and wonders all the time and just saying anything, then you better check it. He said, try every spirit. Amen. And he didn't say try the spirit by the spirit. He never said that. Amen. Don't try the spirit by the spirit. That don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. You can't try the spirit by the spirit. You try the spirit by the logos. Then you can say that's not logical according to God. Does that make sense? Can I preach in here? 
And Jesus answered him saying in Luke 4 and 4, it is what? Written. Written that man shall not live by bread alone, by, but by every what? By the Logos. The Logos, word of God, reveals God's logic. God is logical and truth is based upon his logic. Does that make sense? Cut and dry. His logic. He is the source of it. 2 Timothy 3 and 16. All scripture is given by what? And will benefit you if you use it to formulate your doctrine. It will benefit you if, this is what it said, it will benefit you if you use it for reproof or correction and instruction in rightness. It's all inspiration of God and it will benefit you if you use it for these things. For instruction in right, righteousness. The only way we can instruct you how to be right and rightly align you is the scripture, which is the logos, which is God's logic. Logic the definition is reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. God's way is based strictly upon the validity of his word. Thus, God's righteousness is logical. Does that make sense? It has to be because there was no illogic without something being logic. Something has to be logical before you can have illogical, right? Because the illogical goes against the logic, right? So something has to be logical. You got to have logical. Then everything that goes against what is logical is illogical, right? Well, that, that thing that is logical, if God was first, then there, everything has to be illogical that's not like him. Does that make sense? Because he's first. So the first valid or the first valid thing or validity has to go to what was first. And everything else comes after what is first. And if it's first, then it has the right to claim its validity because it was first. Yeah, the first always has rights. That's why the birthright came to the first. First child claimed the birthright. Why? Because I'm first. So God is here first, so God is logic, and everything else is illogical. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is what? No what? There's no unrightness in him. There is no, nothing illogical in him, because he is logic. There, there's no unrighteousness in him, because he defines righteousness. He defines righteousness as him. So if I'm righteousness, then there can be no unrighteousness in me because whatever I do is righteous. In other words, whatever I do is right because I'm right. And if I'm first, I can't be wrong. When we hunger and thirst after God's righteousness, we are seeking to be filled with God's what? Logic, which are his thoughts and his ways. His logic will guide us into true kingdom living. True kingdom living is living God's logic. So if you're living a life that doesn't make sense according to the word, then you're missing the kingdom. Has to make sense. But it can't make sense because it lines up with what you think. Has to make sense based on the source of sensibility. 
source of sensibility is the logos logic of God because he was first. He is sensibility because he's first. So whatever he does was sensible. Then we're his creation. So who are we to question what he does? We were created in a deficit because we weren't first. He was. So everything we know is based on what he is. Logical. If I give you God's logic, you say you love God, but you have no desire to line up with his logic. I'm not giving you my logic. I don't know anything. All I know is what Logo says. Outside of logos, it's just opinions. I'm no better than Aristotle and Socrates and these other guys who claim to have great philosophical logic. But all their logic is skewed by their humanness. If you don't have moral perfection, then you can't challenge the source of morality. John 16 and 13, how be when he... The spirit of what? Truth. Truth is come. He will guide you into all what? For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. That shall he speak. And he will do what? Show you things to come. Talking about the Holy Ghost. Spirit of truth. Logical alignment. Our decision should make what? Sense. Or be logical according to the righteousness or mind of God. So we're not talking about things that make sense because the world says they make sense. Like your brown jacket goes good with your brown boots. I'm not talking about that. That's just the world's logic. That's, how, that's really British logic because that's where we get all our fashion from, all them gays. Y'all notice our clothes getting gayer and gayer. Gayer and gayer. Yeah, that's because, you know, it's all British so, it's just bad. It's just bad, man. Bad. Bad, bad. Is it bad? It's bad. But you know why the gay thing is bad? Because the heterosexuals can't stay together. Can I preach in here? Yeah, we don't have no example of the roles that a woman should be fulfilling and the role that a man should be fulfilling. Then you can basically just take it and, and define it for yourself. Homosexuals can say, hey, we'll just be whatever because the man isn't the head anymore and the woman is, is, the, is the help me. That's, that's, not even, that's not even happening no more. Man ain't the provider and the woman is the nourisher. That's not happening. The woman is not a provider sometimes. The man is this, that, this. We've redefined every aspect of it so they can take it and redefine it too. Well, how about just two women? How about a cute one and a butch one? Big old burly one. She's just as tough as a man. Just as tough. Got six pack and pecs and everything, just like a man. So why can't she? Why can't she just do what a man does? Y'all see what I'm saying? That's 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 why because the church hadn't stood up, the pastors in the church getting divorced. They, they, yeah. So I mean, what, what, what example are they going to use? What are we going to look at to say this is what God ordained? Are they preaching creation roles over the pulpit? No. You can't preach creation roles. Boy, help preachers tell me all the time. Boy, you better quit preaching that creation role because you ain't gonna have no money. It's like you better keep them single women out there. Now, don't be marrying them. They give more when they're single. You can control them. Just claim that you're there covering and get paid. You're preaching them, trying to encourage them to marry. 
No, don't encourage that woman to go home and be a full-time mom, man. No, that, that's two incomes. That's double the tides. Yeah, I'm, can I be honest with you? <laughs> yeah. But to God, that's illogical. That's illogical because how are you going to enforce what needs to be enforced in the home if nobody's home? How are you going to watch your kids? Keep them from being molested, violated, like you were. You were violated when somebody wasn't looking. Somebody left you somewhere, dropped you off somewhere. Somebody was keeping you that didn't have the eyes that mama has. I'm a preaching here. I don't care if you get up and leave and quit coming. I don't care. Yeah, that's the nurturer's job to protect her children. Be there for her children. That's your job. That don't make no sense. You're going against God's logic. God designed it. He made you a nurturer. He gave you breast to feed a child. He made you nourish her. Why are you not aiming for that? Why are you not trying to line up with that? Why would you want to be something other than what you were created to be? Why do you don't want to watch your kids? And you yourself were molested? All it takes is one. One. Once. Folks used to think we was crazy because our kids weren't staying nowhere. Nowhere. They ain't staying nowhere. My mama, Sabathia's mama, that's it. I think Landon spent the night over his cousin's house for the first time. How old were you, Landon? 17? That was last year. He's 17. Like, yes, you can go. You can go on now, brother. Go, go on and stay with your cousins. <laughs> I have to wait till he got some muscles so he can beat somebody up or something. Folks thought we was crazy. If Vicky can't eat, no, she can't go. No. And they just knew they never gave us any problems. They're like, oh well, yeah, okay. Look, I can't see it's quiet in here now. And some folk gonna quit coming, and I want them to. You just stepped in the wrong church. You need to go to the church that encouraged you to get out there and get yours. Bust your family up. Get out there and send your kids somewhere. Yeah, yeah, go to that church. Because we don't preach that here. That's your job. And anything outside of that is illogical. It's illogical. It don't make any sense. Let's <laughs> see. But I got to get out there and get mine because, I mean, I got to do this and that and this. You're too old. When you have kids, your life is your kids. Your kids own your life. That's it. Don't have children if, that, if it's not going to be that way. If you don't plan to raise your kids and be with your kids 24-7, don't have them. Because that's a 24-7 job. Well, we need the money. Well, then you need to back up and do some things different where you don't need the money. Because the money ain't worth something happening to your child. You fighting and battling dysfunction in yourself and you're going to allow dysfunction in your children? Are you crazy? You got the opportunity right here to know God's logical way and you're going to do something that illogical? <laughs> don't care. I don't care because it's the truth. It's logical. And I'm going to keep preaching it because it lines up with God's plan. That's God's plan. I'm not doing what society says. Society is illogical. Our decisions should what? Oh, and they used to invite me to come talk. They don't like me to come talk no more. <laughs> they don't. Oh, it was okay when I was dogging what the kids was listening to. 
Oh, I want you to come and just take this old filthy music out of my kids. Just get it. Get, I don't want my kids. Get it out. Get it out. Then they'll get up and try to sing some old 100. This is the real music. Now sings my song. Da, 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 da. This is real music. Okay. But you got earth, wind, and fire in your, on your record player. Man, my kid's just crazy. My son won't do nothing. I say, well, maybe if you quit cussing in front of him. Oh, we can't bring G. Craig back because now he's talking about the adults. They loved it when it was about the children. But when, when I showed him that the children was crazy because the adults was crazy, oh, you can't come back. Then I showed him the adults was crazy because the pastors was crazy. Oh, Lord, you don't just, ah, barbecue. <laughs> First John 2 and 29, if ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is what? Dysfunction often changes our thinking and causes us to create a process of accepting what? Dysfunction, because that's what you saw growing up. So you made it logical, but it's illogical. It just can't happen that way because it doesn't line up with Scripture. Amen? Amen? Yep, your mama man told you to get out there and get your career, get your job, get your this, get your that girl, make your mark on this earth. Don't you wait for a man because that might not ever happen. It's sure not going to happen if you're not trying to make it happen. And I'm not saying you go out there and put yourself out there. Right. I'm just saying just have a spirit of trying to be the Proverbs 31 woman. I'm just going to get myself together because I know one day I'm going to be a mom. I know one day I'm going to take care of a man. I'm going to take care of my house. I just know it. So those are the things I'm going to work on. In order to be filled with God's logic, we must hunger and thirst after it. Can I keep preaching? We should seek after his way and not our own way. We will be consumed with that which we seek. Righteousness or unrighteousness. Whichever one you seek, you will be consumed with. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is what? Even as he is righteous. Summary! Jesus stated in John 6 that he is the bread of life. He emphasized that if you come to him, you will never hunger. And if you believe on him, you will never thirst. Coming and believing are the only ways to receive his righteousness. In order to find his righteousness, we must develop a hunger and thirst for it. This will lead us to the source, which is the word of God. When we hunger and thirst after God's righteousness, we acknowledge that his way is logical and our way is not So, we begin to forfeit our plans. Y'all hear that? Let me say that again. Don't come asking for counseling if you're not ready to forfeit your plans. If you're not ready for an adjustment, if you're not ready to adjust to rightness, if you're not ready to accept the fact that your logic is skewed and God's logic is perfect, don't come ask for help. Because the help I'm going to give you is going to be based on Logos logic. 
So if you're not ready to forfeit your plans, what you think is right, doing it your way, then don't come talk to me. You got to forfeit your plan and then adjust your lives to line up with the logic of God. God is what? True logic. Because he is first and last. He makes perfect sense. We must align ourselves with him in order to be filled by his perfect thoughts and ways. Did you hear that? We must accept his word as the only valid point of reference for our existence. His word is the only valid point of reference. You know why? Because it's the beginning. And there was nothing before it. We should only operate according to our instruction manual. God's logos. There is no other valid way than God's. And his way is explicitly stated in his word. In order for our decisions and actions to be logical. We must hunger and thirst to be rightly aligned with the source of supreme validity. God's word. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.